Welcome to Badger Tough Inside the Circle. I'm your host, Craig Picorni, here with Hall of Fame head coach Alan Picorni, giving you your weekly, or I guess in this case, 10-day rundown of Bennington Wrestling. Uh, as always, you can send us any questions, uh, and we'll answer them on the air, or ones that you just, we kind of hear, we'll usually bring up. I've already got one from the past. I think we'll we'll hit on near the end. Um, I guess to start things off, <clears throat> our normal recap of the week, or I guess the past week and a half of practices, or anything else you want to hit on on that in general. Um, as far as practices go, I mean, there's nothing in the past, I guess, to, nothing that exciting to go over with there. So, nope, don't really have anything to add on that. All right, I guess. We'll dive into the competition last week and then go forward into the stuff this week and, and next week. So last week started off uh, on Tuesday with the Omaha Central duel, first duel of the year. Um, usually they're pretty dangerous. Uh, I'll let you kind of go through that since I w- wasn't able to be there that for that one. I. Uh... Yeah, usually they got some uh, um, funky moves and some junk moves that they use that can catch you if you're not ready for it. So, uh, you know, we spent some time the day before working on how to defend some of those things. And and, uh, so, uh, and those things also come up once in a while here here and there throughout the season. So it's always a good reminder that we need to to cover that stuff because if you don't know what to do, you can get caught in that. and uh you know and get pinned but if you know what to do it's pretty easy to defend some of those things but uh so we came in prepared for that and they didn't seem to do as much of that as they normally do but uh, uh if that's because of a new head coach there or or just that uh um you know we were we were pretty much more dominant than they were um but as far as the duel went uh you know, going into it just a little nervous. You just don't know, um, you know, early in the season and not knowing how, uh, you know, some of them, how they are and, and uh, how we'll stack up. And uh, But uh, we end up not having too much trouble and and uh, won by a comfortable margin and really not a whole lot exciting in that, um, in that duel that went on other than, Probably the most exciting thing was was seeing the new uh, uh, video board going and, and all that. So, um, but otherwise, we we pretty much controlled that duel from start to finish. So, not not much else on that one. All right, nothing you want to dive in specifically or anything like that. No, I. Don't really have anything. I don't have it pulled up here even. Okay. They kind of remind me I could, you know, uh, by the time I pull it up. But, um, yeah, there really wasn't anything, you know, off the top of my head that, uh, you know, that really stood out on that. Um, I guess second real quick here. Um, I mean, about the only thing was with the girls, uh, you know, that, uh, you know, we set that, that up as a duel, too, even though we have only three matches. Um, 
and it's kind of weird to go out there and and uh, have a bunch of hands raised, but um, you know that's how it's going to go until I start filling up because uh, you know that's other teams do that, and and so uh, it's not fair to them not to get their hand raised, I guess. But uh, um, you know we're we're working on those numbers. But uh, uh, one thing exciting about it, though, I guess, was uh, uh, well, we won two out of the three matches we were contested, so we, we uh, won more matches than we lost. The, the actual wrestled, and then one other thing was uh, uh, Kiana. Uh, broke the school record uh, for fastest pin with a 14-second pin. So uh, that was uh, about the most exciting thing out of, about, out of the whole whole duel, I guess. We end up winning 60 to 16, and so obviously that's a um, pretty good margin. So, All right. Um, do you want to go into the fracas? Uh, yeah, we could start with that. Um, since uh, that was the next event, uh, it started on Friday, um, and uh, um, you know the the fracas. There was twenty one teams from. Uh, uh, well, it was two states now. Originally, it was three, but uh, Wyoming, Cheyenne, Wyoming couldn't make it out, and with the uh, with the weather that they had out there, and uh, so. Um, and we ended up with uh, just the uh, uh, actually North Platte came and replaced them. So, um, but uh, we started off uh, the duel right away with uh, uh, first duel was against Manhattan, Kansas, and, and Manhattan's a, traditionally a, a strong team, um, one of their top teams in the state. And, and I think if I read something right, their football team were state champions, also possibly if I. Yeah, I think Ross said something about our lineup. Our the top of our lineup had a uh, the heavier side of our lineup had guys on the state championship football team, and someone from Manhattan chimed in, "Same here," sort of thing. So, yep. So, anyhow, that uh, but they were also ranked number nine as a team in, in their largest class. So it's like a class A school here in Nebraska, and and uh, uh, we end up winning pretty pretty comfortably we uh nice thing is we matched up some of our best kids matched up with some of their best kids and our kids were a little bit better so uh that uh you know made it for us to win a by comfortable margin uh we ended up winning 47 to 27 um some of the big matches was uh kale getting a pin over there number two raid kid um you know, just kind of toyed with him and pinned him. And uh, and then Connor Tony gets a pin over their number five ranked kid. Uh, and then Dalton wins 13 to six over the number five ranked kid uh, on their team. So um, very good wins for our guys. And, and uh, um, you know, so uh, that was a good start uh, to the fracas. <clears throat> And then uh, the next duel, we had Carney, uh, And uh, Carney's traditionally a very strong team, very good team also. Uh, you know, they're not quite what they had been in the past, uh, but still a pretty decent team. Uh, 
they end up, uh, I mean, they, uh, I think they beat Waverly too in this tournament. So, and, and Waverly is a, a good, good dual team. So, um, you know, that was, that was going to be a challenge too for us, but, uh, um, we wrestled very well and, and, uh, um, ended up beating them 50 to 21. Uh, and a couple of the big wins, you know, as far as ranked wrestlers go, uh, you know, Caden Coyle got a pin over the number six ranked kid and Kale got a pin over the number four. Um, and, and I know, and, and basically these rankings that I'm, I'm using are, are the Husker Matt rankings. Um, I know there's some others, there's other kids that are ranked, uh, you know, like that, uh, in other polls, cause there's three polls, basically three rankings, uh, uh, NSWCA rankings, uh, Husker Matt rankings and the NE Russell rankings. Um, but I use a uh, Husker Matt for my, uh, uh, newsletter to the newspaper because, uh, we wrestle a lot of class A, B and B crossing over and, and even sometimes C, uh, and generally, um, I'd say Husker Matt's the one that I trust the most to cross all classes. Uh, you know, cause you, you get to the, uh, the NSWCA, you get coaches from different, you know, different people voting or ranking in different classes. Um, and I think that one's a good one too. I mean, they're all, they're all good. I mean, they're all, you know, pretty similar when you see it, but, uh, uh, and then any any wrestle the same thing. You have different people ranking different classes. But uh, Husker Matt, one guy does them all, so I figure they're pretty consistent. And so that's that's the only reason why I use it. And you know, if I'm sending it to the newspaper, I don't want to sit there and name three different rankings. So I just settled on one, and uh, for simplicity. And so that's that's the explanation why I do that. In case you're wondering, but or anybody's wondering. Um, but like Dalton, uh, he, he beat a kid too, that was ranked in one of the other polls. And, and so that was a, you know, obviously that kid's getting ranked in a poll in the, any Russell poll, I believe it was. And so, uh, you know, he has also a quality, quality win there. Um, <clears throat> so then moving on, um, we had Papillion La Vista South next, um, uh, and, uh, uh, they're the number eight ranked team in class A. And I was a little concerned about this one, you know, looking at, uh, you know, scouting out in the, in the lineups beforehand, I was kind of concerned about it uh, that we didn't match up too well in, in some areas, but uh, um, you know, our kids wrestle great and, and uh, we ended up uh, being able to pull away. And, and uh, I mean, we, we start actually start off in a good place and, Got, some, got a lot of wins, and, uh, you know, Jose got a big win uh, on one of the toss-up matches that we thought might go their way, um, and that was a, a big help in, in the duel. Um, and then, uh, uh, you know, our upper weights, we ended up getting a couple forfeits for whatever reason they, you know, if their guys they didn't have their guys in the lineup, so uh, that kind of helped change things a lot if they got injured or what, but... Uh, uh, that changed things quite a bit. So made from, you know, be a little nervous to a comfortable win. And we won that 43-24. Um, you know, and they still had some good, solid wrestlers in there. <clears throat> uh, 
uh, you know, Dalton got a, a good win, an eight to two win over the number five wrestler in, in class A. And uh, so another very good win for Dalton. Um, you know, so that was, that was good there. Uh, then we went on the final duel of the day uh, on Friday was against Fairbury and, and uh, um, Fairbury's not ranked, but uh, you know, they're always well coached and uh, they, you know, they have a good coach there. It's, but uh, you know, they're a little, a little bit down and we didn't really have any trouble and, with them at all. We end up winning 63 to 18 and that's kind of what we expected um, in that uh, duel. And uh, really there weren't any too, too many highlighted big matches as far as rankings go or anything like that. Uh, so, um, you know, we just took care of business like we should have. And then, uh, that takes us to Saturday. Uh, we still had two more duels in our pool before we went into the um, final pools. Uh, Lincoln Southwest um, was next. They're the number nine ranked team in Class A. And, and uh, uh, you know, they have a good solid team themselves, obviously being ranked number nine. And uh, we didn't really have any trouble there, 53 to 23. So, uh, really, our guys wrestled great throughout the tournament, especially in the in our first pool. Um, <clears throat> there was no real, uh, uh, I guess, any marquee matches were uh, ranked versus ranked uh, matches. So um, can't really. I mean, there, you don't really have anything there. Just uh, um, kids wrestled well. Um, so going on to the, the last one in our pool, we had, we had Hastings, and that was kind of, uh, you know, with, with Hastings being Class B and, and highly rated and, and a lot of talk about them being, uh, you know, the real deal and, you know, a big threat in Class B, that was going to be a good test for us, how, how things are going to go in Class B this year. And uh, plus there are several uh, matches, head-to-head uh, -head matches against – uh, they're ranked wrestlers and, and, uh, you know, that are big for down the road. Um, so this is, this was a really anticipated duel that we, uh, we're, we're looking forward to. And I think our kids were fired up for it too. And, and, uh, they're really, we really wrestled very well. I mean, it was, um, probably as good as we could have wrestled against them. I, if we wrestled them any, again in a duel, I don't know if we can beat them by this much, but, uh, um, real, real happy with how we performed. Um, you know, Braxton, uh, you know, ended up started off getting a, getting a good solid win over, uh, ranked wrestler and a returning medalist. And, and, uh, um, actually kind of got a little bit of scared. I kind of, kind of caught him on his back for a little bit at the end of the match, uh, with a desperation move, but fortunately Braxton was far enough ahead that, uh, um, you know, he still ended up winning by four points. So, I mean, he was going from almost getting a major decision to, uh, you know, which is pretty huge over over a ranked wrestler. Uh, but uh, he was able to fight that off and, and get out of there. But, uh, um, and then, uh, you know, other 
some other big matches we had. Kale pinned the number three guy in the state. Uh, Connor Tony won 5-0 over the uh, number five rated kid. Uh, and uh, uh, let's see. So then also, you know, another another good win for us was Jose uh, getting a win over over their kid at uh, at 145. Uh, you know, he was a solid wrestler, so that was one of those that could have been a toss up, but uh, um, but Jose ended up getting a pin, and so that uh, took care of that. Uh, um, you know, another couple other good wins. Maybe it are kind of getting some interest in rankings. Kyler had a tech fall over Drake Anderson there that's uh, getting a lot of uh, attention as far as ratings go. Um, Evan Warner too. Uh, you know, the, the kid he has has been rated in some in some of the ratings um, and has beaten other kids that have been rated. So that was a big win for Evan also. Uh, in fact, I think he, I mean, he ended up winning five to three, but I think there was a couple points at the end that uh, uh, if I remember right, he got a reversal to make it closer than what uh, really a score looked like. So, you know, that was a very good win for Evan, and I hope he starts getting some confidence out of that because uh, he hasn't uh, been beaten by – he's only been beaten by one guy in Class B so far, and that's that's uh, yeah, Logis from Blair, who's uh, raid number one. And other than that, his only losses have been to either Class A or out-of-state kids. So, um, you know, he's a, he's a guy that – uh, the way he's wrestling now and how he beat uh, the Hastings kid, uh, yeah, that uh, hopefully that shows that he's you know a contender for state medal if he, he really starts getting some confidence. He's he just got to he's he's a little bit right now. He's just got to work on that mental part and, and uh, of his wrestling and not not get so down on himself. He uh, even when he wins, that um, start believing in himself and he's gonna. He's going to take off. Um, but other than that, I mean, I, like I said, we, I don't know if we could have wrestled much better. Um, you know, Jack got a – Jansen also got a big win for us in the, one of those matches we think is toss-up. Uh, you know, so, uh, um, you know, those those things all, all make a difference, especially winning those toss-up matches. Um, so I guess I could be much happier when I end up Winning pretty big, 48-23. Uh, I'm sure that opened some eyes up around the state because there's a lot of people thought that Hastings was, was a real threat, and they, and they are. They still are. They're, they're still very tough, and, and uh, we can't be satisfied with this because um, we have bigger goals down the road, and, and we're going to see them again a couple times. Uh, Lexington for sure, and then possibly state duels. And, and like I said, it's, I, I don't know if we can wrestle that well <laughs> the second time. We wrestled about as good as we could have against him. Um, so end up, that ended up uh, going undefeated in our pool that uh, put us in the gold pool and guaranteed uh, third place or higher. And, uh, that, and uh, so we ended up <clears throat> getting Lincoln East, the first, uh, the first duel. Uh, in the gold pool, and um, oh, by the way, back to Hastings. I guess they're ranked number five in Class B, in, in uh, uh, and uh, some and some people think they could be even higher. So, uh, 
Yes. We saw a lot of ranked teams this weekend. Uh, actually, six out of eight duels were against ranked teams. So that's, that, that was quite a quite amazing uh, run of, duel, of duels that uh, against some top teams. And most of the, and all but one were in a, in a, were class A size schools. So imagine uh, any other sport, basketball, volleyball, any other sports going against teams like that. Um, what kind of press would they would get for? beating that many ranked teams in one weekend. And um, that's just kind of expected for our guys. And so that's, that's okay. We'll, we'll go with that. Uh, that means you're doing pretty well. If they, people just expect you to beat all these ranked class A schools. <clears throat> so anyhow, going on to Lincoln East, uh, um, it gets a lot tougher, <laughs> you know, getting into the goal pool. Now we got uh, um the number two and the number four ranked teams in class a and Lincoln East. Uh, we'll see them again at the Badger duels. Um, you know, we, I thought we wrestled pretty well overall against them. Um, I did kind of sense our guys were kind of, you know, that, you know, big duel after big duel against ranked teams and, and then beating the, the Hastings, which is kind of what you're shooting for. I, I think our, I, Seemed our guys kind of mentally started uh, letting down a little bit. Um, not that uh, we wrestled bad. Uh, I thought we wrestled good overall um, in most cases. Uh, uh, <clears throat> we ended up uh, losing that duel 35-28. Um, you know, pretty respectable. A uh, couple things different. I think we can uh, push – push them to possibly get a win. Uh, we're going to have them here in, in about uh, a week and a couple of days. So I guess uh, uh, we'll get that shot at them again. Uh, you know, we just got to get some guys a little bit more healthy so that we can co compete a little bit better against them. But uh, some of the big, uh, big wins that we had in that uh, Caden Coyle is a six to one win over the number four ranked kid and, Class A, um, Connor Ratonia got his hundredth career win uh, in grand fashion with a, a pin over the number one ranked Gabe Terman. Um, so that was a that was a huge win not only for the duel but also for uh, Connor's career. And uh, just think about that he's uh, he didn't get to wrestle varsity other than a couple matches his freshman year so. Um, you know, he, you know, cause he was on JV back then, but, uh, yeah, but he won a conference championship as a freshman. Yeah. Well, that was the only thing he only, I think the only time he got in, but, uh, <laughs> but still, yeah. And, and also just really starting, uh, you know, his career late. So good accomplishment for him. And he's got a lot more matches throughout the season for, to get some more wins. But, um, uh, yeah, as a duel went, I guess um, we had some tough matches. Uh, yeah, one seventy Lane wrestled tough, but fell short. Um, and then uh, at one eighty two, Blaine also had a tough match there, uh, and uh, uh, lost that one. Uh, <clears throat> and uh, kind of going down, ja Jack Jensen had a good win uh, that. You know, so that was one of those toss-up matches that uh, 
got a win again. So that helped us out a lot. Um, and, uh, let's see, um, going down the list here again, like I says, Caden had a great win. Um, uh, and, uh, Probably the one that hurt us was, uh, you know, Kyler getting upset or he couldn't be upset. Maybe not. I don't know. That guy's ranked, uh, I believe, number two in Class A. So, I mean, he's not a bad wrestler. And, and uh, um, Kyler got tilted during that match. I, I think that kind of surprised him. And that kind of took him. That made things difficult and uh, for him to come back on. His, that kid's tough to score on and and. Kyle also got a little bit banged up during the tournament again, and so he wasn't quite 100%, but uh, uh, nothing that's going to be serious or long-term, uh, but still, it, it's enough that, uh, you know, that it uh, did affect him wrestling this last weekend. Um, so he's one that hopefully we can get turned around and get a win. That might, that'll uh, get us a lot closer and give us a shot at, at uh, Lincoln East, so, um, but anyhow, we, other than that, uh, you know, Braxton had a good win there, too, and, and, uh, you know, I don't think their kid's kid was rated in any polls, but he's got some interest in, in ratings, um, so anyhow, um, you know, I thought we wrestled well, just, uh, you know, not enough to, to, to overcome Lincoln East. Then we had, uh, in the last duel, we had Norfolk, and, and that one was, the matchups just didn't work out for us very well. You know, duels, a lot of times, are matchups. Uh, that's why you see us move guys around to get better matchups, uh, you know, and, and uh, they just didn't have a good matchup, and uh, we could have probably made it a lot closer. Um, we did... Uh, I did hold out a couple guys as the duel kind of got away from us uh, that looked like we weren't going to, you know, we weren't going to get the win. And, and so, um, like I said, Kyler Hatt was a little bit banged up there that felt that uh, no use uh, continue to aggravate that thing as, as uh, we're not going to win that duel. And, and uh, same thing with uh, uh, Dalton. He, he had something happen during the tournament, uh, couple matches earlier that uh, um, you know again is nothing serious in fact it uh, um, you know it's he'll be fine just uh, but uh, it did affect him a little bit uh, and figured it's no use pushing and pushing that and testing it uh, you know in in a losing fashion and, and that gave some other guys uh you know, chance to get in and wrestle a little bit of varsity, but, uh, so, uh, we ended up, uh, um, losing that one 54, 21. It, you know, we'd have kept our starters in. It would have been a little closer, but still, like I says, we, it, we, it was a nightmare matchup for us. Um, uh, you know, where we weren't gonna, it was going to be tough to win that duel no matter what. Um, yeah. And, Interesting thing is Lincoln East beat Norfolk. Um, I think, you know, we can, we have a shot to beat Lincoln East, but uh, Norfolk, uh, <laughs> just about any day, it's going to be tough for us, just, just on the matchups, how they are. Um, you know, the probably the big win, the only big win in there, I guess, 
for us, for ranked wrestlers, uh, Connor had a 10 to two win over the number three ranked wrestler in class A. So Connor, um, had another big win, uh, this weekend over another ranked wrestler and, and, uh, you know, not just a, a win, but a bonus points too in that one. Um, and I really felt our guys at this point were pretty exhausted mentally and physically and, and that, that kind of affected us too. I mean, Norfolk should be too, I understand, but, uh, um, you know, we also had a couple, like I said, a couple guys a little banged up that uh, we held out. So anyhow, that, uh, kind of wrapped up that, uh, we finished third as a team, uh, that's the highest finish we've ever finished at the fracas. Uh, you know, so that's one positive thing. Uh, now the interesting thing is if we had beat Lincoln East, um, and Lincoln East went on to beat Norfolk, we'd have been in three way tie and, and, uh, we could have finished anywhere from first to third depends on the tiebreaker criteria. So, um, that might've been interesting if we could have pulled off that win against Lincoln East. And, and, uh, so, but, didn't happen and you know it is what it is and uh finishing third's not a bad thing there and uh especially if you all the ranked teams that we beat uh throughout the tournament uh uh so it's nothing to be ashamed of i guess but uh guess as we got uh, uh <clears throat> bigger goals down the road um now as far as individuals uh we had uh four guys go undefeated uh uh three of them got the award for eight no undefeated you have to be eight no to get get an award there uh like I said dalton we held out just for precautionary and uh and not to aggravate something for in a in a losing cause anyway or risk something so he ended up going seven oh but caden coyle went seven eight no kale lordson and connor ratoni all went eight no uh, like I said, Dalton went 7-0. Those are undefeated guys. Uh, Braxton went 7-1. and uh, His only loss was a one-point loss to the number two rated guy in Class A. And uh, and actually, uh, he got down at 1.4-0 and kind of got caught on his back there. Um, I, I, and if he doesn't get caught on his back, I think he wins that match and, and really toward it in that match he had that guy wore out and uh i thought he had it had him turn for for back points and i thought i had a pretty good angle uh that he was that kid was on his back 45 degree angle or less for plenty of time but uh official i guess has a better better angle at that and didn't think so he's the one that counts so um otherwise if braxton could have went eight no there uh, very easily. Um, Kyler went six and one. Uh, Jose uh, had a, had a great tournament for us, five and three, and and Blaine also had a good tournament, five and three. His losses were to all you know very tough wrestlers, um, and uh, so uh, <clears throat> you know it's very good overall for us, and and uh, um, you know in the tournament too. Uh, another mentally tough tournament, uh, not only physically tough, but mentally tough. And, and you know, we had one last week too. And so th these things are, uh, you know, we wrestle in these things to prepare guys down the road that uh, 
we get to the state duels and, uh, you know, and you get to get some tough teams there and, and, uh, guys will, they'll, they'll bend through worse. So, uh, that just prepares them for down the road for, for our, our state, uh, duels and then our, uh, districts and state tournaments that, uh, um, yeah, they'll they'll know that they've been in tougher battles, and so those those events are going to be, uh, you know, hopefully uh, mentally a lot easier to to deal with. So that's about it for uh, Fracas. Um, I don't know if you got any questions or things that you thought of or comments to add. I know you weren't out there because you were with the girls team, but uh, um, anything that you thought of. No, not really. I mean, we caught a few matches. I know you kind of mentioned it in Kyler's loss. He got tilted there, and that he was kind of having a press the whole time, and Toling's pretty good about fending off points. So that was about the only one I could I was able to watch. Uh, I guess I watched Con- Connor's win, too. That was pretty good. But Yeah. And it was it was tied two two, and he got a reversal and in the pin. I mean, I I felt the way it was going. Connor was probably going to win it anyhow, but uh, getting a pin makes it even more exciting. Oh yeah. So, anything else you got there? Nope. All right. Well, then I guess that wraps it up for the fracas. I guess um, so. I'll talk about the. Yeah, got. Um, boy, it felt like we were going in shorthanded. We only had three entered into the tournament. Um, a couple are sitting out for some injuries and and whatnot. But uh, I guess running down the lines, yeah, starting with Sierra, she had a she, man. She ran into a tough bracket right off the bat. Uh, all the girls in her bracket were, um had winning records and, and, you know, above, you know, five and one, seven, two, 10 and three. So all, you know, not close winning records, highly winning records at, for this point in the season. Um, so she, she went the tr- tough, uh, tough bracket and dropped those matches. Um, this tournament was all round robins. There weren't any straight line brackets. So it did give us a chance to get a bunch of matches in instead of going in and getting two or three matches. And, you know, Sierra was able to get three matches and we were able to get more matches than if it would just been a, a regular bracket. Um, uh, Macy was up at 115. Um, she had a couple ranked girls in her bracket. Uh, she started off with the. Uh, actually, she was technically seated number two, uh, just because I guess I didn't have the all the criteria in, but that's okay. Um, oh, it didn't matter. It was round robin. I would have said something if it was a bracket, but it was round robin. So and she didn't care. So she got the the number three rated girl from Beatrice at one fifteen right off the bat, um, and her only loss is that Beatrice. Her only losses were have been to Macy so far. So Macy beat her again, I think, for the second time. And uh, then she had a um, couple other matches in there that she got pinned. She pinned her way through. 
Her last match, she had the um, number seven rank uh, in one fifteen um, for Papillion La Vista, who was undefeated going in and pinned her in the first period. So um, the only match that went in past the first period was a, a pin in the second period against the Marion girl. So Macy continued to do what she's been doing all year uh, and winning big. And she won big again. Yeah. And she, uh, she uh, broke the school record that was set earlier. Yeah. <laughs> 10 second pin. So yep, she, she went she, out she, threw a headlock her second match and got a 10 second pin. So Kiana's, Record only stood for about five days, so yeah. Well, maybe that would be a goal for each one of those uh, tight best in each other's record. Yeah, see if they can beat uh, um, Buzz's old record uh, uh, on the boys' team of five seconds. That <laughs> that yeah. might be tough. That'd be tough to beat. Maybe eventually. Yep. Speaking of Kiana, she was also wrestling up at. At a one thirty, um, she started off with the Papillion girl. Um, I can't let me see if I can pull this up real quick. Um, well, she was twelve and six after the tournament. So what, what yeah, so she was nine and four going in. So basically, everybody in Kiana's bracket had winning our five hundred records, um, and actually. Kiana was seated down at fifth place. Again, it was a round robin, so it didn't matter that much. Um, but yeah, she she pinned her girlfriend Papio, and then she was wrestling a Lincoln Southwest girl. Um, and in the first period, it, it was they were battling. I think she would have won. She was definitely more aggressive. Um, and then uh, her her opponent hurt her ankle, and so won by uh, injury default there. Um, well, the track questions got it wrong. They yeah, they got medical forfeit, forfeit but it's an injury default. Um, then she had the Omaha Marion girl, who was nine and four going in, pinned her in under thirty seconds. Then she ran into uh, that Campbell from UTAN, who she saw a few weeks ago, um, who's rated in the top. I think she's rated around six or so, five. So she's rated number five at 130. Um, uh, I think she probably ended up finishing higher than that. She's a lot better than – that's because she's a freshman. Right. Yeah, and I think – Although the result was still the same, it was a better match. Kiana actually was in and nearly took her down twice. And uh, on the one where she, her second one, where she almost got takedown, she kind of got off balance and ended up getting put to her back and pinned there. But um, like I told her, you know, just making steps forward, and who knows by the end of the year where she'll be at. But she was definitely wrestling a lot better. Um, and then her last match against Elkhorn, she got another first period pin. So she ended up taking second, went four and one. I think that's going to help out a lot for Kiana. You know, she 
had a lot of matches. She wasn't able to wrestle last week at the Council Bluffs Classic, which I thought her record was better, or she was better than her record going into this weekend, and I think that showed, and now she's, you know, that record's catching up, and it'll help her get seated more appropriately at events throughout the season. So she took uh, second there. Um, I don't know. I didn't look deeply into how the team scores were. Um, but you know, they had an eighth, it didn't really matter at that point. We only brought three. Um, and it looks like they might have recalculated some stuff because, like, we started off like after the first match of the tournament, we had like 14 points and we lost our first match. So I was like, what's going on here? How do we have 14 points? No, we did was lose. So, um, uh, could practice placement points. <laughs> But we didn't have any placements yet. Uh, no, but they, they, they award the placement points even before you – like if there's four wrestlers and there's four places, they they score two, they'll give you a fourth place Matt, or points already. You should yes. know that. You're, you're kind of the guru. Yeah, uh, round the robins are weird like that. manager of all this stuff, the track wrestling. You should know yeah. these things. <laughs> round robins are weird like that. Doesn't always do it right that way anyways. But – yeah, for only taking three, we finished ahead of the two Lincoln teams that brought more girls. So, um, it's all right. Yeah, we just need to get some more out. Well, we need to get some healthy. We got, um, Selena wasn't there. And, and she was Evie, there, not on well, the mat. Yeah, she went wrestling. I mean, and I think Evie's one that I wish she'd be able to. Wish we had her for the whole season. I, I think athletically, she looked like she could be uh, pretty good by the end of the year, and and we just got to get her healthy. I'm not sure when that's going to be, but uh, she'll do pretty good, and, and uh, so we'll see. And then we had another girl show up yesterday to the practice, wanting to know if she can join. So, but she's going to be a little bit behind. But uh, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. We'll see what. But we got some young ones in middle school coming up, but uh, just got to find a way to get more high school ones out now. Yep, keep growing numbers. Well, that's about it there for competitions last week. Um, going into I guess this week and next week, um, I guess we weren't not, we weren't going to do a podcast on. Christmas, so combining these two and now just recording in the middle of the week. Um, as everybody knows, obviously, we had snow day today or forecasted snow day and no practice. And then the Pierce duel tomorrow got postponed to January 17th. So got an extra long Christmas moratorium right now that we're in. Yes, not exactly a good thing. Especially coming when we come back, we have one practice, and then we got the number one team in Class A and in all classes. And the girls yep. are going to Winnebago to a big tournament, one of the, one of the bigger ones of the year. It's kind of rough. So, um, you know, the Pierce duel obviously being postponed. That uh, you know, there's a lot of concern about the the temperatures and the wind and. I mean, I think the snow will be done by then and possibly blowing snow. But, uh, so that 
that's not a surprise. Um, they wanted to reschedule and they found a date. And I'm not a big fan of Tuesday duels just because of the, the weight management, but because uh, uh, it's tough. Um, but uh, um, there was no other days we can get it in, and and uh, um, so we're that's we're going to do that. Um, I was hoping we could. They canceled school today, but I was hoping we could get in a morning practice. But uh, we weren't allowed to do any practices at all today, and 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 uh, none tomorrow either. I mean, there's we're we're I mean we're just not allowed to do it. So beyond our control. Uh, yep. And I don't in the moratorium. That's an NSA uh, mandatory dead period for us that we can't have any kind of contact as far as any anything wrestling related i mean so uh or any kind of workout we can't even have them come in and lift weights it's nothing um we can't go somewhere else and practice with them either so uh you know hopefully we, we talk to the kids about you know getting some workouts in on their own if they got some treadmills at home or or a brother or sister they can work out with or dad maybe <laughs> uh you know if you got a mat or somewhere to go or, um uh, you know those are good options uh you know something to something cardio especially that's the you know the, the two worries are losing some cardio there and and uh, uh the other is is gaining weight um and trying to get that off in a short period of time after christmas day and um, you know, and, and then there's some guys are talking about getting together, um, and, and they can do that. The, the guys can get together, uh, on their own and do their own stuff. We just can't be there or we can't give them any directions. So, um, there are some guys getting together. It sounded like, I, you know, if, uh, anybody wants to, that hasn't been in contact with them, wants to join them, I guess. You know, get a hold of the captain somehow. Uh, call them on their cell phone or whatever. Text them, whatever the kids do. But uh, you Snapchat know, each other. Yeah, Snapchat. I don't know. I think they got some wrestling Snapchat or something. I don't know or whatever it is. Or they communicate. But I don't know if all the kids are on that. That's the only mm-hmm. thing. But uh, that's how you can get a hold of them. You, um, you know, and and they may have some time they'll get together when the when weather's good i think they went early today um and although the weather wasn't too bad today uh and then they're looking at tomorrow later if it's after the snow's done if the weather's good and and friday probably is okay and so anyhow there's i think they're trying to find they got a place that they can go um to do that now one thing that you can't do um just got to be careful of this, um, you can't go to a club where a club is actually practicing and working out with a, another club. I mean, uh, you know, like sometimes there's the uh, clubs will let kids come in and work out. Um, and I and I know there's going to be some uh, some high school kids from other schools that do this. I've heard of that before. Um, you know that, and I've told our kids it's that's kind of risky because. That's that's an NSA violation to 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 do that, um, 
you know, and, and I know a lot of kids don't get caught because, you know, most people don't turn them in because everybody wants to get a workout in and we wouldn't, you know, we're not going to turn anybody in that, uh, like that either. But uh, the danger is when you're a state champion contender team and you have, a, and, and it could be even, maybe not even another high school kid, but could be a parent or somebody else. Or even, this is a, the interesting thing that I see on Facebook times pictures and, and coaches posting about how they had someone come back or or, or they got someone was in the room and it's like, yeah, man, you're you're just advertising that <laughs> your, your program just broke a rule. Yeah. You know, so it might be something innocent where somebody takes a picture and puts it on Facebook says, hey, uh, Kale Lordson came into the room and he was working out. Oh, it was kind of cool. Him and Joel Adams wrestling at it, you know, something like that. And all of a sudden, and they're thinking that's innocent. All of a sudden, the NSA gets a hold of that and those guys are suspended or whatever. You know, so those are the dangers of doing that. Um, again, I know that there's, that happens, but try not. Uh, especially as a state champion team, I'd say, you know, be safe. And uh, it sounds like our guys are going to do something together themselves uh, and they got a space to do it. So that's all legal. You can do that because there's nothing anybody can do about kids doing stuff on their own. Um, So uh, if you can't do that, that's fine. Get, get some kind of workout. You can, um, some guys, like I said, are banged up. And that, that might be a good time, too, also to take a couple days off to to get those, you know, nagging things healed up a little bit and refreshed and come back ready to go. Um, and uh, so that's kind of it for the moratorium. Uh, that ends on the Tuesday. So Wednesday we'll be back to practice the 28th. Um, and uh, we do have an afternoon practice. Uh did that because I, you know, going into tournaments and other stuff, I prefer to have a later practice so that, uh, um, you know, they're working some weight off and then, and they're, um, you know, go to bed kind of early and, and, uh, not have to think about the, the weight cut and, and all that. So, um, and then we get into competitions right away the next day, as, as you mentioned, uh, the Winnebago's girls invite is on Thursday, the 29th. Uh, um, we'll have to get some information on that on the times uh, for when the uh, the vans actually probably leave uh, probably do that here in the next day or so kind of figure that stuff out um, and then also on Thursday we got the Miller South duel that's uh, starting at uh, 6 o'clock with JVs um, they're the number one team like I said in class A uh, number one all class uh, ranked number 35 in the country. So uh, it's going to be a tough duel. Uh, um, haven't had a chance yet to do a lot of scouting. I mean, we kind of know some of the guys, but uh, haven't sat down and gone through that, uh, the matchups and, and everything there. And and uh, that's something we'll probably do in the uh, early next week and really dive into that and kind of prepare for that. Uh, and then, and then Friday, uh, got our Badger duels. So, uh, um, back right at it. 
as soon as Christmas is over, we're getting right after it again. Um, we'll have uh, 10 teams there, five duels total. Um, probably the top teams, we got Scott uh, and uh, Lincoln, Lincoln East. Um, don't know what the pools are or who will wrestle yet. That won't be determined until Friday because it's based off NSAA points, uh, the wild card points. And uh, there's always a possibility, well, obviously with us having a duel on, on that Thursday, um, that the points will change. Um, so, uh, you know, I think it's uh, 6 in the morning We we're, is when uh, those are all updated for sure. And, and uh, uh, so when we come in Friday morning, we'll set the pools and, uh, I guess my guess is right now that uh, we'll be in the pool with uh, Scott. Um, I think Lincoln East will probably be one, uh, and uh, us or Scott will be number two seed, and the other will be number three. That's kind of my guess right now. I don't know that for sure. Obviously, a lot can change between now and then, and uh, so that'll be interesting. Scott's cuts. Uh, you know, they're they're a pretty solid team this year. Um, I disagree on what you think the rate, the points will be, but we'll touch on that in a minute. Okay. I haven't even, I'm not even looking at the points. I suppose I could pull that up and look, but uh, I'm just going off and guessing. <laughs> and uh, maybe there's some teams not wrestling the competition. And Well, they don't have very, as many duels, especially this time of the season, so that kind of hurts their points. Yeah, that's true, I guess. They took a loss somewhere, but anyhow, yep. um, that's kind of that. Uh, I guess you want to touch on why the, the girls part of that? Since yeah, so we talked about it at the beginning of the season. You know, in the pa- last year, we had you know, as teams brought J, you know, their extras. If those extras didn't have matches, they you know match them up. You know, we run five mats, but we the Fifth math, we don't really use until the last round. So we would match up JVs in the past. Then last year, we also matched up any girls that any teams had. Well, I was looking at the numbers early in the season. I was like, boy, there's no, I don't think we, there's no way we could do an entire girls tournament on one mat with what the numbers were look like. And I kind of took into account, um, you know, some numbers falling off a little bit, but still looking at those numbers. Uh, I, my thought, first of all, my thought is at, at this point in, in girls wrestling, you know, this is our second year sanction. The numbers are skyrocketing. They've already had to make an adjustment to the districts that they thought they would be doing next year. And it wouldn't be surprising me if next year we have two classes. So at this point in girls wrestling, just, it made sense that if we we're going to do something with the girls with the Badger duels, it would be an actual, some sort of actual tournament, not just match them up. It just wouldn't be right for the girls. It's moved well beyond that. Um, so thinking that, you know, some sort of tournament and, you know, running some numbers and there's just no way we could get a, the tournament done in on one mat over the course of the day and to kind of like hodgepodge, pick up other mats as they're available. And then, then take, then, stop wrestling on those other mats that the girls match and switch back to the duels. And it didn't take long to figure out that it would have been a nightmare to try to, to intermix it. So 
in order to to do the girls events right um we just can't fit it in anymore into the badger duels so um that's why we're not doing any girls matches you know we'll still have teams that bring their jvs and want to get matchups on that fifth mat they'll still be able to do that but um you know at the point the evolution that the girls wrestling is is at it's beyond the what our badger duels can can handle <laughs> maybe maybe in the future we add a second mat and we run something along it but we weren't in that state yet so and i don't know if the auxiliary gym could handle the capacity of a crowd with three mats and splitting it between the gyms and anything else like that so that's why there won't be any any girls matchups for that event yeah and it's something that uh you mentioned when we discussed it too that it, it kind of uh, diminishes the girls by putting them in, lining them up like JVs and just in wherever else. And that, we don't want to do that. We want to, you know, give them their, the respect they they deserve. And, and uh, I mean, obviously you want to get matches, but uh, uh, again, it's just not going to work out very well. Yep. So, all righty. All right. Well, I guess I, I didn't realize it, but I was wondering, and then I saw from last year, this is when we start the way too early state duels wild card standings. And I was like, oh, boy, where are we going to be at? Well, yeah, right now in the way too early standings, Bennington stands at number one. Well, that's where it should be. Right. I was just surprised this early well usually further down. But 46.1111 points. And uh, that's actually up from earlier today. Um and people might be wondering, well, how is that possible with a seven and two record when there's teams out there that are undefeated? Um, first of all, wins over good teams. I'm looking at our schedule, and most of our wins are oh, most of our duels. Period are tier one and tier two, so above 500 teams. And on top of that, um our two losses were to tier one class a teams um with wrestling class a teams we get two bonus points every time we wrestle a class a team and we've had seven duels against class a teams so that's 14 bonus points to up the average including you know manhattan kansas that's where it bumped up this afternoon so well manhattan kansas is uh... Uh, that's probably hurting us right now because uh, they are probably because the out of state teams aren't aren't showing up on. Nope, they've been updated. Somebody oh, updated uh, their their uh, class this afternoon. Yep, I was just just pulled that up and looked. This oh, morning it else. wasn't updated, and they put you they put out of out of states at the same tier, like no bonus points. But uh, yeah, they're up their current record. They're tier two class A, so. 49 points for that win. Yep, somebody must enter. We'll see what happened is another team probably entered. I didn't put probably. their stuff in yet because it's going to change, but uh, somebody else probably did that wrestled at the fracas, and that updated ours too. So, cool. All right, well. Yep. And, you cool. know, we were talking about wrestling Hastings, and that being tough. They're number two. Um, talking about, you know, seating for next week. Um Scott's one and one. They dropped one duel, so 
Um, we still might have them in our pool, <laughs> but and they might not be number two or. Well, or, I'm not so sure that they lost that duel. That that's a zero one score. Um, I wonder if I and that would mean they forfeited that duel against Plasmith. Um, that would be somebody entered it wrong. Maybe it's canceled. Maybe and instead of putting <clears throat> instead of you know there's there's ways to enter these dual results on on the NSA site and and one way you do it if you, it's called a forfeit and then and then one team loses um, and it's a zero one score so that's what it looks like there. Um, yeah, and they have an upcoming duel against. Well, they have a duel. They beat Lewis Central. Um, yeah, they haven't they haven't entered the results. So if you Scott, if you're listening, you better get your stuff in there. Ron Higgins is going to be hollering at you. In fact, he's already has. <laughs> he sent an email out today to coaches to get your stuff updated. Yeah, and they're supposed to duel what Bellevue East today and Gretna. I think they included. Did they have that yesterday too? I think they had. One of those two teams, maybe it was Bellevue East yesterday. They did a triangular with the mm. weather coming. No, I think they just, from what I saw, it was just plat or I mean, Columbus and Lewis Central. I don't think they did the Bellevue East or, or Gretna. I think they did, from what I saw on social. We'll find out. We'll find no, out. I was looking week. on track wrestling earlier no. today, looking at results and stuff, and I didn't see them. If I mean, if they did, it was I missed it. Yep. So, we'll see where they land, but that might that'll bring them up if that zero one isn't right, and if that uh, if they've had some more duels, that should bring them up in the rankings. Yeah, because I think they beat Lewis Central, but I, I don't know what that's going to give them in points. And, right. And the Plasmith deal, we'll figure that out. We'll if. I mean, we'll be fair to them if if that's not right. We'll take it out and calculate it ourselves if we have to. Yep. Just to make sure that things are right. Um, but yeah, it's. I guess uh, that being said, it's probably yeah, it's probably a fifty-fifty chance we get Scott. But I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing them. But um, you know, they're they're going to be a, <laughs> they're going to be a challenge in a duel. Mm-hmm. Even. I think we win more matches, but the problem is we, you know, we're going to have some tough matches that uh, we only win by decision, and, and then it's going to come down to bonus points. Well, yeah, I mean, they just had a big win over Columbus. Uh-huh. I know Columbus's yeah. record isn't great on duels, but there's been a lot of talk about Columbus, and they've just had some tough duels this year so far. Well, they're at the Frankus, and they – they had some good wins there, and then they had some tough. You know, the Frank is going to be tough on you. Yep. You know, you you can come out of there with three or four losses easily, and and be a good team. And that's that's what Columbus is. They're a good team, but they just you know took some beatings. Uh, yeah, I know we've had some past years where you go in like, man, we just kept running into tough team after tough team, or bad matchup after bad matchup. And taking more lumps out of that than we plan. So yeah. All right. So we're right. At the, we're number one in the number one for today. For duels, we'll see about tomorrow. 
We'll see about later and this evening. We might as well, might as well just end it right now and give us a trophy. That's, that's yeah. Well, who season. knows? If I refresh the page, this might change. Uh, <laughs> nope, it still says we're there. So it hasn't updated since five twenty-two. So still number one for now. All right. So one thing I had on the list of like general things is uh, I don't remember who I've had these discussions with over the last couple of years, but there's always been this discussion of like of scheduling, like scheduling tough versus scheduling, you know, and, and seeing tough competition and picking up bonus points and, and whatnot and getting more points for beating, you know, wrestling top tier programs versus having a somewhat weak scheduling and just crushing everybody, even though they're all like losing record stuff. So, and I was like, man, I'm pretty sure there's cases where a good win, a really good or a really good loss is better than a bad win. Um, and so I looked it up today and sure enough, um, you could have, since you get two bonus points for wrestling up a class and then, you know, in class A's case, they just get two bonus points for wrestling in class A. So they're not, so it's not just like, Oh, the same as wrestling a lower class or a smaller class. Um, we get three points. If you go up two classes and four points, if you go up three classes, which those last ones don't apply to us, but in class A and B, a loss to a tier one team. So a team that's got a, uh, 750 record or better um, in class A is the same since you get the bonus points as losing to that class A team is the same as beating a class or a tier four team in class B, C or D, you know, a team with under a sub 250 record. So uh, yeah, a, a good law, a really good loss is better than, I don't know if you call it a bad win, but a win against the, a lower tier team. And I don't know if you call a good law, any loss, a good loss. Right. I'm just saying a loss to a good team. So, you know, that kind of goes towards scheduling tough. And then I just happen to like, well, what about C and D? Cause the point spread gets work more with bonus points and a lot, you know, in class C, a loss to a tier one class B team is the same as a win versus a team tier four C or D team, but a loss to a, tier one class a school for a c team is worth more than ver a, a win over a class c or d tier four team so you could get more points by losing like if you're a if you're a a pierce and you go wrestle lincoln east you're gonna get more points for lose if you lose that duel than you would against a c class c team that's you know, one and five or something like that. In class D, it's the same thing, except the point difference is even more. So, yeah, you could you could take a loss and get more points than taking a win. Or, you know, in the class A and B case, the same points. So. Yeah, and, you know, there's teams that squeak in every year with undefeated records and not wrestle tough competition, but they wrestle enough good ones to get them in there uh, and then end up going 0-2. That happened uh, if it's last year or the year before. A team was undefeated, got in there, went 0-2 and at state duels. Um, you know, 
it is everybody's got to schedule what they think. Um, you know, when we first started this wild card system a few years ago, thought a lot about it because your season makes a difference. Every duel, um, you, you know, and like last year, we, we were in danger of not making the state duels. Uh, and, uh, you know, so, um, just because we took some losses early that, you know, with, with some of our injuries and things and, and, uh, and our tough competition. So we're going to take some losses. Um, but, uh, uh, we didn't end up winning the state title, but, uh, uh, when I, I finally decided after, you know, looking at it, give it a try. I, I, I prefer to schedule something that's going to make us better. Um, rather than, scheduled to to try to make the state dual tournament uh, i do know that there's going to be a year or two we probably deserve to be in the state dual tournament but those are years we probably would go to state dual tournament and go one and two or oh and oh and two or something like that uh, um you know maybe maybe not be a top three or four team in the state but uh just a qualifier and our goals aren't just to qualify. Our goals are to go out and win and bring trophies home. So, so uh, uh, we're gonna we're gonna keep it strong, schedule, and to make us better. And uh, you know, so if we make the state dual tournament, there's a high likelihood that uh, we're we're probably uh, good enough to finish in the top four. I I think um, below that we probably end up not qualifying. I guess. So just depends on what you want to, how you want to, what your goals are as a team, I guess. Our goals are, are to win state titles, and so we schedule that way. Yep, I mean, we might be in Class A for a little bit there, and if that's the case, having a, more teams in Class A than, than shying away from them now makes sense, then we don't have to change our schedule much for those, for that move. So that would be... Right now, we would be sitting number three if we were in Class A. Ahead of uh, Lincoln East, as a matter of fact. Yep. <laughs> and they're 9-0. No. That's not right. 9-0. Yep. Yeah, we got tough competition. Yep. <laughs> now, nah, it's the Class A. Although, I think uh, they Class A put a proposal in, in a few years ago that if they wrestle Class A schools, you know, they get – two bonus points for us yes. in class a over the B's and stuff. So it's yep. no different than what we're getting. Yeah. I think that's so that way, like, because if you, yeah, everybody else gets points for moving up, it's not a, basically I think without those points, it's saying with those points, you want to schedule class a teams. Otherwise scheduling smaller teams heavily has no effect on your, your points so i think that's the right thing to do in the in that case because instead of it being bonus it's more like your standard for them for that size and you do get technically then you do get dinged if you want to look at it that way for wrestling down a class but. yeah and that's where it should be because you don't want a class a school going down wrestling c and d competition all the way across to have these crazy great points because they beat a bunch of 
uh, top level C or D teams, um, you know, kind of makes sense. Yep. All righty. Probably more more information than anybody wanted about wild card points. Probably. Yep. And state duels are still decided purely by wild card points. I still think it's better than the old system of district points and stuff like that because they don't put everything in one basket and you know individual tournaments are a lot different than dual tournaments. You could have a good dual team and end up having you know just a not great tournament team or vice versa, and so. I think the move to wildcard points helped. I'd love to see eventually, someday, it move to like basketball or volleyball style where there's actually a district tournament. And then after your district champs, you know, your four district champs, then maybe the next four are decided by wildcard points. So. And, you know, and actually it would be a lot easier than people think. Mm-hmm. The, the toughest part would be the, uh, the sites. You know, making sure you have sites because you don't know where you're going to go until it happens, and and you got uh, other sports and other things to deal with. That that's the, probably the toughest part, but even that can be worked out. But uh, I mean, they work it out with with volleyball and basketball. I don't see why they couldn't work it out with wrestling. I know it. I know it. Um, and it, it wouldn't it wouldn't have to be a one weekend deal or anything like that. Right. It could be like a Tuesday Thursday deal. Uh, and actually, you said four districts. I would go six districts with two wild cards. And especially, like, I mean, uh, well, you know, whatever that comes to. Let me see here. I mean, you could do it like volleyball, too, where you got your sub districts and then you reseed your, you know, sub district champs. And nah, I would go that far. I'd, you don't want to go volleyball style? Yeah, it'd be, it'd be pretty simple. You'd have eight teams. Uh, you can have your, well, you'd have your sub districts or whatever on one at two different sites. Out of the eight teams of that, that, of that, because you have six districts and that's about eight teams in Class B. Uh, you go two different sites for each district um, to make it simple, and they would have like, then uh, you you'd end up having a triangular basically. Um, and the winner comes out of that, out of each of those, and they would meet on Thursday for one duel for the district championship. So it it can be done pretty easily on a, on a Thursday. You do that, and it would be a Tuesday-Thursday deal. and It'd be just like your regular season where you have duels and triangles and stuff. I mean, you, you do it there, and, and then that wouldn't take up any weekend for any tournament. Um, because that was the other thing that was concerned when they talked about it, that you don't want to put a dual tournament on top of, you know, dual district tournament is just mm-hmm. taking up another weekend for people's uh, different schools, uh, home tournaments. And so that would fix that. And and then you had getting to, enough officials is another struggle because that's why one of the reasons why girls districts is on the same weekend as, state duels because they can't both be on the same, you know, districts for boys and girls can't be on the same weekend because there's not enough officials at, that could be assigned to districts. Well, so, that, wouldn't, that wouldn't be an issue because uh, uh, there's nothing else. You would have nothing else wrestling that on those Tuesday, Thursday. And, no, that's what I'm saying is by going Tuesday and Thursday, it would oh, okay, help that yeah. situation rather than having 
district dual tournaments and but so. uh yeah I, I, they're not going to do that anytime in the near future i haven't heard any new talk on that or anything it's this system seems to be working it's there's some good and bad i mean the, it does make it uh every duel important throughout the whole season not mm-hmm. you know i mean it always it is like you, just uh, for example you know basketball they're all important uh, because it can give you the wild cards that if you happen to not qualify to state or well actually that gets you to the their district finals you can go you can get beat in the dist, uh, sub districts and then still qualify to district finals based off your wild card points so it uh, they're still important but it's not ultra important like us I mean we're um, you lose too many duels you're just out I mean you know uh, last year we were on the verge um, of being knocked out if we lost one more duel. I think um, we figured out if we lost one more duel, we'd be okay. If we'd have lost two, we'd have been in trouble. Yeah, it was, well, it was, uh, the propelling La Vista was the last duel. Um, yeah, if we would have lost, we'd have still been okay that one because they would have been a quality loss. Mm-hmm. But uh, the Syracuse duel, if we'd have lost that one, that might have knocked us out because that would have been a, a not a good loss, <laughs> not a quality loss. Uh, and, and that one kind of got scary because of our injuries and then, then not good matchups. And, uh, you know, we, it came down to really one key match that was a toss up match and we won that one. And so, so yeah, that it, it was close for us either way. Um, but, uh, Anyhow, um, I guess it does make every duel count. Yep. Every duel ultra important. On the bad side is um, a good example is right now, Scott's Bluff. They they got about, uh, I think they got at least three losses right now and because uh, they, they're a little bit banged up. And, mm-hmm. and uh, they if they were 100% healthy across the board, they might have been the best duel team in the state. Um but, yeah, they're uh, sitting down at the bottom half of the wild card points right now. Yeah, well, part of that too is they have um, all out of state teams except one, and and they didn't put their records in there yet, and so they're getting the bottom points. Uh, but even then, they're still they're three and three. And they got some tough duels coming up. They got uh, North Platte's going to be real tough for them. Uh, oh, they got those classes entered already for them. They got the classes, but they don't have their, their win-loss records, though. Oh, okay. They're gotcha. zero and zero. When they're gotcha. zero and zero, they give them the, the lowest points. Yep. Um, and and they got some tough duels, and they got, they're in some dual tournaments. So, you know, if they they take a couple more losses, um, you know, if they take – Let's say four more losses. I don't know if they make it. Uh, you know, so that, that's the negative part. You got some injuries and you take a couple extra losses you shouldn't. Um, Did they move their duel with North Platte up to yesterday? I feel like they might have. Yes, they did. I think North Platte won that one too because they were without uh, actually, two of their studs. Yep, yep. So. They, they did and they lost it. So actually, they they're three and four then. So they already got four losses on there. Yeah, you know, that's that's tough this time of year. 
Um, they're going to have to, I mean, they, they can't take too many more. Uh, you get past six laws. I mean, I guess it depends on how many duels they have and the quality that they have. I mean, they're, they well, they're the have North Platte duel tournaments, you know, when we have Badger duels, so they might see North Platte again. I'm not sure who's all in that duel tournaments. Um, you know, they have Garing and Sydney. Sydney's kind of down this year, but, you know, Garing, it's hard to say what they're one and one. Um, you know, they could still. But still, you, you start, if they're down, teams are down. Yeah. If they're, I mean, that's the other part that hurts you. You, you need, you can't control. You schedule things a year or two in advance. And, right. Or even dual tournaments, you go year after year. And, and, uh, you you uh, win a duel, like you said, you get 41 points for beating a Class B school that's in a lower level. Uh, that hurts you because it's right around 45 points you need to average, um, you know, to, to make the state duels. And so th- those are hurting. In fact, that brings up something else on duels. Uh, our EMC duels, our coaches have been talking about uh, how we're going to do that. Uh, you know, we're – since we got seven teams this year's, uh, we have to put them into pools, and and we're talking about the new Lincoln School. They're you know they they they're very low in numbers, and if they even go to the duels, actually wrestling them will hurt us. <laughs> so yeah. we're talking about drawing uh, to balance. See, the pools will be there'll be three and four. So who gets the fourth person? We're talking about drawing them like you draw by flip a coin <laughs> and and so um you know it's like okay you you like to have the matches although what five or six matches is probably not worth it but but on the other hand you don't want to have it because the duel because it it's going to hurt you in dual points so yep. uh it's kind of an interesting situation there that uh um you're almost hoping you don't get that duel because <laughs> this is going to hurt. Uh, Better to uh, not have a duel than uh, to duel that one. Yeah, but oh well. Well, if we we get them, we get them. But so anyhow, um, again, probably more and more information that nobody really cares about. Yeah, <laughs> oh, they'll care about more uh, in about a month when we're looking at these things going. Where are we at? Where are we standing? That sort of thing. But yeah, yeah, it just kind of came out of some discussions I had in the past, and I happened to notice it. But who'd have thought we'd talk so much about duels today, other than the fracas? Yeah. So, anyway, I think that's about all I got. Yep, that's about it. So, uh, I guess for everybody listening, tune in next—not next week, end of next week. Um, New Year's Day. New Year's Day. We'll record a. We'll record on New Year's Day. Um. We'll recap Winnebago, Millard South duel, and the Badger duels. So we'll talk about more duels, and then uh, quick preview: Lincoln Southeast duel, Beatrice girls, and like you said, EMC duels is right around the corner already. And then it goes fast from there. The season does. Yep. It always seems like after EMC duels, it just flies by. After Christmas break, it flies by. Pretty much, yeah. 
We've got a lot going on this year at home, so make it even busier. Yep. All right, well, until next time, see ya.